right, it's Tuesday night, kids. Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with my pollen-infested co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's and of up? course, And, of course, me, the mouth, Brian Hustlinger. We have a return guest. It's been a little while. The Ginger Ninja, Jack Laner. Welcome back, Jack. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, how'd your Sunday night go? <laughs> uh it, it went real good for a little while um you know we were really fast out of the trailer and uh set quick time in our group won our heat and redrew seventh and uh early in the feature i felt really good picking off cars every restart and got up to fourth there and i was just kind of trying to conserve a little bit um you know that place has been hard on tires in the past so um you know definitely wanted to try to save my stuff at the end there and then out of nowhere, I don't know if we hit some debris or what, but the uh, right rear tire like exploded, tore the whole body off the car and stuff. But I honestly thought the motor blew up or something. It was uh, pretty violent. But, um, you know, unfortunately, then we came in and changed it. But that was the only tire that we had of that compound that we were running. So we had to put a different compound on. And then the track started to tear up, and it just uh, didn't really work out for us to try to get back up there. But um we survived i guess um but you know had a lot of hopes going into the feature so kind of a little bit of a shame but you know happy to to have the speed that we've had so far this year that's for sure yeah there's uh i was there sunday night and uh man it was like i said that was the dustiest damn race i've ever been to in my life uh <laughs> and the track was terrible it was horrible uh and then they announced today that they're taking the surface off the track. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a good call. I mean, honestly, Bridgeport is one of the places that we really look forward going to. Uh, the past few times we've been there, um, it's always been a blast, really good racing. And, uh, you know, I know it's obviously they're not trying to have the track be that way. Um, they're trying to do the right thing by putting Clay down. But, you know, it's, I definitely feel for Doug there. I know he, he works really hard, so it, it stinks that, you know, that's the result that he got. But um, you know, at least they're making the right call. They're willing to make changes and uh, try to get it back to how it should be. So I think that's definitely a good call, sure, for sure. Yeah, hopefully they can get it back to, you know, at least so it's not like a damn cornfield. I mean, they've only ran two races so far this year on the track, and both have been horrendous, if you, in my opinion. So hopefully they can get it back. Yeah. I, you can almost see, like, where the uh, – the new, the new clay is sitting on top of the old clay, and that's kind of where it would rip up. You know, it like looked like the new clay never really stuck to the old clay. This is what it looked yeah. like uh, Sunday night, at least. Yeah, but, that's terrible. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, watching the feature, you see, you see, I mean, not even just the feature. I mean, I think I really started noticing it probably in the concies, at least. You know, you guys bounce around the corners. I know Billy Pouch Jr. During the feature, he was he would get a good run there on the guys, and then he'd hit a a rut in the corner and lose all of his momentum. And you know, so that, that's got to be tough as a racer to, you know, be gaining on somebody, and then you you know go through a ride in the cornfield and lose all your momentum. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the way it was, like at least in the heat race, there was some there's some rough patches here and there, but like you could race around them, so it wasn't horrible. There were smooth parts of the track, so. You know, sometimes that makes for good racing because you got to kind of avoid the holes. But 
you know, towards the end of the feature, it was like, God, wherever you went, it was rough. It was like, try to pick the least rough spot and it was still pretty rough. So yeah, it definitely makes it hard to race like that. Like you said, I mean, you, you try to change up your line to try to make a pass or whatever. And you catch a gnarly hole and then you lose eight car lengths or whatever. And it's just, uh, makes it tough to try to make up any ground. That's for sure. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, how would you, uh, let's, let's recap last year a little bit there. How would you rate, uh, your season last, last year? Uh, I don't know. I, I would say it's mediocre. Um, I mean, we, we had points in the season that were really good that we were running really strong. And then we had points in the season where we weren't so good and kind of struggling everywhere we went. But, um, I think that was a lot of that was important learning curves to go through. Um, we were, you know, trying different stuff with the car, trying different stuff with the tires or whatever, and just our whole program. And, uh, you know, sometimes figuring out what doesn't work is just as valuable as figuring out what does work. So, um, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily like what I would call a stellar year, but we had some highlights for sure. And, and I think we took a lot away from last year that we were able to work on over the winter. And, um, I don't know, so far it seems like it's, we're rolling pretty good most of the time. So, you know, hopefully we can keep that trend going and hopefully get a little luck and maybe get knocked down a, a big win or two this year. Uh, you back at Fonda this year in the 85? Yeah, yep. So we'll be back uh, this Saturday in the Nelson Racing 85. Definitely excited to be back with those guys. Um, they got a new frame this year and got the motor redone and it like put all new parts in the motor. So um, that should be a really strong piece to go for the season. You know, really grateful for everything those guys do for me to, to provide a competitive car for me on Saturday night. So definitely looking forward to that. You know, Fond is a track that I really like. It's really close to home and a lot of uh, people that I grew up with are around there. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Is Fonda one of the toughest tracks you've ever raced on? It's definitely challenging. It's, it's pretty technical. Um, the shape of the track is really Weird. unique. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So there's, there's some things, you know, I mean, it, I can imagine if I, so I kind of got my start at Fonda, Glenridge and Fonda were the first two places I raced at. Um, so I think, you know, everything was so new to me that had being on a weird track at Fonda didn't make too much of a difference because I was still trying to figure out the car and everything too. So, um, I can imagine though, if you've raced all over and then go to Fonda for the first time, it's probably like, what the hell is this place? But, um, I think it's really cool because it's really unique and race is different. And, uh, you know, it's definitely, uh, definitely different from, from all the other tracks that we go to. Now watching Fonda on TV, it seems like the front stretch is pretty narrow. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely bottlenecks there. Um, like the back stretch is kind of wide open, you know, like, uh, coming out of four down the front stretch and going into one is very narrow. Okay, and then like uh-huh. coming out of two, it opens way up. The back stretch is pretty wide open. And then you drive into three, it's pretty wide. And then it starts to then funnel down and then turn four. It's like turn three is almost another straightaway. You're like still wide open. You're just turning a little bit and then you get to four and it's like a hairpin. And then oh, wow. that's where it kind of bottles up. So, there you go. The technical part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, I don't know if you've ever seen like an aerial view of the track, but it's yes. got like an egg shape to it. Yeah, but like um, four is like wider than anything it seemed. It looked like. like yeah, it's, it's wide, like, but it, 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 
Yeah. It's like somebody yeah, decided to add like an extra lean. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's got its own unique line or groove to to run in there. I mean, like if you're running the top, you're, mm-hmm. you're running wide open through three, and then you get to four, and you got to bend the car really hard, and you know that turn four or outside wall bites people a lot. Yeah. It's easy to get up in the marbles. <laughs> yeah. there, out by the cow palace. <laughs> <laughs> the cow palace. Yeah, so you don't want to end up in turn four. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No, you don't want to go into cow patties. No, definitely not. I've heard so, uh, some stories of people going out of the park and ending up in the cow palace. <laughs> really? I think McCready went out and actually wound up in the Mohawk River. Yeah, a couple of, a couple of guys have done that too. Uh, yeah. So there's there's some cool places to do some cool stunts there too. So that's that's a bonus. <laughs> as long as you have your seatbelt on, right? <clears throat> yeah. Tie them, yeah. Put them on tight. That's for sure. No <laughs> hands or feet outside until the ride comes to a complete yeah, stop. Yeah, the ride comes to a complete stop. <laughs> and you have, to be a certain, you have to be a certain height to go on the ride, so Matt Williamson probably can't go on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what's, your, uh, what's your plans as far as traveling this year? Obviously, you're a, a platinum driver for uh, Super Dirt Car Series. Are you going to do any of uh, Brett Deo's uh, North stuff or anything like that? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, like you said, we'll do the whole Super Dirt Series and um, we'll probably do a lot of the, not a lot, I don't know how much of the STSS stuff we'll do. I would like to do more, um, just depending on how it shakes out with our schedule and, you know, what our equipment is looking like. Um, I'm actually, you know, trying to work on getting one of those uh, Wegner Weekend Warrior motors so we can do more oh, of that nice. day of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, it seems like a really good deal. Um and it seems like it's a really competitive motor. I mean, talking to Matt, Matt Shepard there after he ran it at um, Orange County, he was really impressed with it and actually followed him in hot laps um, on Saturday. And uh, I was right behind him and I had my big block and, you know, I didn't feel like he was really lacking motor a whole lot. And it, the track had a lot of grip. It was pretty heavy. So that impressed me. And for the price tag of it, I mean, it, it's definitely yeah. a good deal that he's put together to, try to you know have a a package that is somewhat affordable so hopefully we can do that and put that together and uh you know hit more of that stuff he's got a lot of good paying shows at good tracks so it's definitely something i'd like to do more of yeah uh any plans come down to port royal later this year i think we're going to plan on that doing the speed showcase but i mean you know, it kind of all comes down to where we're at at the end of the year. You know, if we have a good year and don't tear stuff up and don't have any reliability issues, then uh, right. we'll definitely be there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we feel like our program's kind of burnt to the ground, uh, we might have to stay home. But, yeah, as far as that goes, we're planning on that. Um, obviously, just the Super Dirt Series stuff is a priority, and then we'll try to do as much as we can on top of that. Yeah, I'd imagine the Super Dirt Car Series is uh, pretty – uh, expensive tour to follow, especially, you know, this year going back up into Canada and stuff like that. So I imagine the fuel bill alone was probably not cheap. Yeah, it can be. Uh, luckily I'm located, you know, really conveniently for most of the races there. Um, I'm pretty, pretty central, you know, like I would say 80% of the races for the tour are within four hours for me. That's, so that's not really bad. good. I know. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, like talking to Goulart or or go down yeah. and he ran it. It was it like was way, every yeah. trip was five, six, seven, eight hours. So yeah, that's terrible. Um, 
Yeah. That's yeah, expensive, that's too. I think oh, Go Down, yeah, told, Go Down told us of his fuel bill that year. I forget what the hell it was. Just as it the was, diesel fuel for the hauler was... Like, like $25,000, dollars $30,000, something I mean, ridiculous. Got, yeah, of course, he's got a big hauler, too, so... <laughs> He's kind of like, yeah, he's coming. Yeah, I'm on the bottom. I'm on the bottom part of New York State, and Ryan's probably another two, two and a half hours south of me. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, you know, so to put that, <laughs> and Gore's probably another two and a half hours west of me in yeah, PA. Got, oh, really? Got, yeah. yeah, he's out near Grandview. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. tough for guys coming down there. <clears throat> I, I give I give the guys credit for giving it a shot. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's what he was saying. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good buddies with Gular and you know. Yeah, Mike's all right. Uh, hanging out when he was running the tour. Yeah, he's he's a good shit. But he was yeah. like, man, every single race is like four or five hours, and like, I I don't blame him for you know if if you don't feel like you're having a great run on the tour and every single time you know it's a Tuesday night and you gotta go drive six hours there, six hours back. That can yeah, get draining rough. for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. rough. That's got that's that's twelve hours of traveling. <laughs> I mean, if you're driving one that far, yeah, if you're driving yeah, one that night, far yeah. and winning, then it might not be so bad. But you yeah. can afford a flight, <laughs> right? Yeah, it was like for us, like going to Bridgeport. That was about five hours. So doing that trip, you know, getting home at four in the morning is like it's brutal. So for the guys where every trip is like that, or even more, you know, I don't blame them. Now, what about when the tour comes down to Big Diamond later this year? How far is that for you? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's about four hours, um, okay. without stops. I think that's what it was, which, you know, isn't terrible, but it's on the longer end. I mean, you know, we go to weed sport a lot, Canandaigua, mm -hmm. uh, Malta, the Valley, all those tracks are within three hours to me, um, brewed in. So those ones aren't bad, but I do like big diamond. I'm looking forward to going back. Um, I had a lot of fun there last year. Um, but you know, it's, it's definitely a fun, you know, elbows up racetrack. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a cool racetrack. I like it too. Yeah, sometimes that should be good. It, it's cool to yeah, see the we're there the once. expanding. <laughs> we were there <laughs> once, Mike. <clears throat> Jack, Jack was there when we were there. That's right. We met you at that was mine and Mike's first time at uh, Big Diamond. What was that? The Coal Cracker when we met you. Yeah, was that yeah, that was like that was a good two years ago or so. That was Maybe during COVID. That was during COVID. Yeah. That's right. Like everybody was yep. there. That place yeah. was packed. They had like 75, 80 cars there or something yep. crazy. We got home at what time was it? Like 3 30, 4 o'clock? And we we're like an hour, hour, little over, like, little over an hour. Yeah, from we, the were track. An, we were an hour from the track and we got until 4 in the morning. 4 in the morning. Oh, shit. Jack, Jack well, we didn't make getting home now. We got home pretty early. <laughs> Jack, yeah, Jack's just getting home now and he left early. <laughs> yeah. Quarter to midnight, they decided to run. The fun, I, oh my god! Yeah, the, yeah, the modifies didn't even come out on the track that night for the feature until quarter after midnight. Yeah. Well, they, they probably had to run an alphabet soup of B mains and stuff. <laughs> well, that and they had a million other classes there. Too. Yeah, like outlaw, like outlaw speedway. I think the guys from last week are getting home. What now? I think. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, I think they all got home. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, it's like you don't. <laughs> You don't need a four-cylinder 1975 through 80 Toyota Corolla series, you know. Yeah, you know, they, got, they got the American the Racer Sportsman. Cam, yeah, the, the, yeah, 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 the super unlimited uh, limited sportsman class, Hoosiers only, and then they have the same one in American Race. Like, come on, dude. 
Yeah, eight different classes and sprint cars. You got to push them off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. What happened to just running three classes, four classes at most? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think like you know, street stocks, pro stocks, sportsmen, and modifieds is usually a good, a That's good it. lineup. Yep, and yep. then like alternate. The street stocks were like, if you're going to have a four-cylinder class, and same thing with the sports, you have the crates one week and do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Because people I mean, want to go home. want to be there. Yeah. Now, the guy, you guys do either. Day. Like, oh, we're last right. this week. All right, so we're getting home, what, Monday, Tuesday morning? Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, that I don't think any, midweek shows. I don't think anybody stayed Sunday night for the, the uh, vintage feature that for all both vintage cars that were there. I don't even even know if the vintage guys stayed for their own feature. Yeah, they all went home and left the two guys there because they lived down the road. That's the only reason they were there. They probably took a look at the track and said, I'm not bringing my car out of Exactly. The hell with this. Yeah. Yeah, A vintage car might crack right in half racing on that surface. (laughs) Oh, yeah, seriously. I'm surprised nobody, uh, nobody flipped or anything. I mean, obviously, Sammy Marks flipped, but he had a little help. H.A. Bunning, yeah. I take it. Yeah, yeah, H.A. Uh-huh. Bunning, you know. Well at, least, uh, well, at least Jack survived that. Yeah, I don't right. think it's anywhere near him. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's a human bully ball. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> He's Jack, been known excited. to do that. Yeah, yeah a lot, a lot. You can ask Matt <laughs> Shepard. Oh, um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> right, yeah, right, Creighton, who else is a victim? He's like a serial crasher, that's what he is. Yeah, Ryan Creighton's right. car was brand new two weeks ago was, until H- yeah, until H.J. Bunning got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here he comes. Way he went for a ride at the opener, didn't he? Who's that? Creighton did. Uh, yeah, yeah. H.J. Bunning uh, gave him a nice shot. Bent the car. The yeah, bent the car all to hell. Brand new car. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That's why. I never like to do that. No, no, no. So you excited for uh, Fonda being NASCAR sanctioned? Yeah, I think it's definitely good. Um, I don't know how much it's going to change the week-to-week stuff, but it definitely sounds good as far as bringing in some money for, like, the point series and everything Mm -hmm. else. And uh, it makes sense why Brett did it um, for reasons on his end. So, you know, I think it's definitely good to get some of, like, our, uh, I guess, grassroots racing still, like, tied in with the the pinnacle of motorsports in America. yeah, I don't see any downsides to it. It definitely seems like a good deal that they got going. Now, I think, what is it, like, what is it, state, regional, and national point champion, something like that? Yeah, I think so. And, like, it's kind of, from what I understand, it's kind of, like, similar to the Hoosier Weekly points where, okay. you know, they take, uh, say, it might not be 12, but take, like, your 12 best finishes throughout the season, and, like, you can combine them from Utica and Fonda and then, they'll determine like a champion at the end of that. Yeah. I don't know how it works for like the national stuff, but um, I think it, you're going to compete yeah. with everybody. Right. So that's pretty cool though. You got to find a, I find a track with cool. not a lot of competition and win every that's one it. of them and I just, yeah. <laughs> take it, home like, the money. That would Good be luck. cool. If one of one of our Northeast dirt modified guys became like the NASCAR national champ. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see like Sheppy or somebody bring that home. What about you? What about you, Jack? You got to include yourself in that. You're racing at a NASCAR station right? track. Don't right? count yourself yeah, out, young man. 
Boy, it seems like that nine car wins every dang week at Utica. Well, you're going to have to do something. Take pictures underneath this car. Do something. H.J. Bunning him <laughs> into the wall. Yeah, H.J. Bunning him into the wall. That's what, that's for now on. That's what me and Mike are calling it now. He got bunked this week. You guys got a phone number? I'll give him a call after this. I could probably find it. <laughs> um, yeah, I could probably. Are you talking about H.J. or Matt's? <laughs> that's our H.J. Bunning. He'll set up a deal. Yeah. I could probably. Yeah, all you gotta do is just just be you in the heat race. If you're in a heat race with him, just be you. Right. No, because Mike might go. Mike might go. Matt might go over and knock his ass out, though. Yeah, that would be the third time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That he would get into him. Uh, Shirt. H.J. Bunny shirt sales just went up. Well, I mean, it's H.J. Bunny the third, so. Uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. Okay. So There's just he, some guys that don't belong on a racetrack. And he's one of them. He's one of them. I mean, if you're getting yeah. accused by other drivers, like you're blatantly going to come out and get you got to go. There's that, there's that other guy that used to race NASCAR trucks that doesn't belong on a racetrack. He's a pretty young guy. He doesn't really race much anymore. Drives a seven car, I believe, nowadays. <laughs> he's, 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 a pretty rough, he's a pretty rough rider, too. Yeah, you can't. I've never had a problem with him, but, but I know others have. I know a certain yeah. Australian that's not too far. <laughs> <laughs> we won't mention that Australian's name, Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, them two. Yeah, that was, not that good. was quite the show. We yeah. were up. At, I was up in the drive-in watching that, and it was hilarious. Like looking down <laughs> at the pit area after that happened. It looked like Pac-Man. Like you could see a group of people running in and out of trailers, and a group of people chasing them. And yeah, and all of a sudden he hits, he hits the power pellet. They all scatter. <laughs> yeah, well, I think like it's pixels, that, uh, like the movie Pixels. Yeah, the one guy threw hot chocolate in someone's face, and then yeah, he took off. Something. And then yep. there was like a pack of people chasing them throughout the pit area. And I got an aerial view of it. I'm like, what the hell is going on down there? <laughs> we need a fire blaster. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. that was pretty funny. So me and Mike, uh, we're, we're putting together an Indiana swing sponsored by Brett Dale. You, you think that would work? An Indiana swing? Yeah, like yeah. hit Kokomo and uh, tracks Bloomington, tracks like that. I mean, that would be badass. I think, I think yeah, if you if you got some good tracks on board and could put up uh, a couple of good paying races, I think you'd get a good turnout, especially if you could find like some dates where maybe there's not a whole lot going on, whether it's right. like earlier in the year or later in the year. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. So I'm, Jack, I'm always, uh, Jack's on. Jack's I'm always yeah, I would, Indiana. I would try to go to sport it. Indiana's cold. I mean, shoot, party. we go to Louisiana every year. <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, what's it like going down there and racing on those tracks against uh, the Cajun guys? It's really cool. You know, we have a lot of fun when we do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a nice way to cap off the year, and it's a really cool group of guys down there that we get to race with. We became friends with a lot of them, and, um, you know, a lot of the tracks are really fun and really racy. Um, so, you know, it's it's almost like a little bit of a, you know, a nightcap to the whole season, a um, little vacation with your car, and uh, get to run a few nights in a row, race for good money, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's cool to be able to spread our, our type of cars, you know, yeah. nationwide. So, um, you know, happy to be a part of all that. We have a lot of fun every time we go down there. So, uh, we always try to do it every year. Uh, are those guys getting any better? Are they getting better? You see improvements in their driving? The, the yeah, they've guys? gotten, 
Oh yeah. They've gotten a lot better. Um, you know, with, uh, we went down there during COVID the very first one that my buddy Brandon Hightower put on and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was a considerable difference, I guess, in like not even just driving, but just, uh, equipment wise and, and the knowledge and, you know, because they're kind of, our cars are like on an Island down there. Not a lot of guys race them. So, um, they're just like outdated with the way that they were doing things. And, you know, uh, with us going down there a few times and, you know, we all talk to all the locals and they're all really good people. And, um, they've definitely gotten caught up, you know, they've, I know like Tommy Rasco, he's got a new DKM with a pro power and really got his stuff figured out, run good. That Cody Adams kid, he runs really good. Like he yeah. was, he was right on pace with all of us, uh, when we were down there last and that Caleb Dillard, you know, he's got, he bought a car from Shepard and, yeah. um, yeah, the, the field, you know, the pace of those guys has improved tremendously. I think just from us going down there and then they see, okay, this is how these guys are doing it. And then, uh, they caught on pretty quick. So that, that was cool to see the progression of that for sure. Is, is the popularity getting better down there too? I think so. You know, I don't, follow um like their weekly shows and see you know how many cars they're getting but every time that we were down there i mean there's probably a good 20 15 to 20 local cars and then probably another good 10 or 15 northeast guys so i know we were running consies and stuff and we had full fields every time so um it seems like they're getting a pretty good turnout i would say how do the locals feel about it they have they have you got any input from them most of them, it sounds like they're, you know, they, they like it when we come down because, um, not only do they like being able to race with us and stuff, but, uh, they, you know, Brett pays really well when he goes down there. So, you know, like 10th will pay like four or 500 bucks where, you know, their weekly stuff, that's like what second or third will pay. Ooh. Um, you know, and then if they can crack the top five, it's your, you know, I think fifth's like a thousand bucks usually down there. So usually those guys are they're happy about, you know, the purse increase and, and then also getting to race against, uh, all the, I guess, stars of the Northeast. And, you know, we, we mix it up pretty good. You know, usually it's pretty fun. That'd be cool to have those guys come up here and do something like a real dirt or like STS North versus South. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that definitely would be cool if they could get that together. You know, they have like their own series going. So yep. I don't know if they're busy when, when we're racing, but it would definitely be cool to get them up there. I know Brandon Hightower came up here and raced quite a bit, um, a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, he's competitive, but he's got experience in a late model and, mm-hmm. and doing some NASCAR stuff too. So he can definitely drive, but you know, it's definitely cool to, uh, kind of diversify our, our cars across the nation. Definitely cool yeah. to see. Yeah. Now we got to hit Midwest. Yeah. So you guys are going to be in charge of that. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> We'll get you guys to Indiana for sure. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you guys there somehow, some way. Even if it's just like that three races. Yeah, if it's for three, yeah. There you go. See, Jack's off of Kokomo, Bloomington, and what? Hopstop, Paragon. There you go. There's the three tracks. There you go. Perfect. You never know because some of the USAC guys might jump in one of those, like Brady Bacon or Justin Grant, if they're on an off night from USAC. That'd be very cool. Yeah, I know Brady Bacon put something out not too long ago saying that he'd love to drive one. Um, yeah, he, he did. I think he did. He, yeah. After like Volusia or Charlotte or something. Yep. I remember that. Yep. 
So that, I yeah. think it'd be cool. That so we, cool. we have to get it done. We're going to have to really bother Brett about this. Maybe uh, Shepard should take the Canadian guy out of his car and put Brady Bacon in there. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> Jack Laner? How about this guy we're talking to? He could put him in that car. I do have a second car. You know, if the deal is right, maybe we could work something out. There, there you go. We'll see. See. Boom. Brady Bacon was a past guest. We'll, we'll try to make this happen for everybody. That would be cool. That would be imagine we pulled Matt sure. Mike. Imagine somehow, some way, and and hell would definitely be freezing over if we pulled this off and it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all can do uh, it. <laughs> oh man, a, a climate crisis, shit! <laughs> <laughs> we just did. <laughs> I think we can make it. Ha- I think we can make it happen too. I mean, look, Brett Dale when he started the short track super series had two hundred bucks on his to his name. Now look at him. Yeah, now look at him. Now he's he's got the Cajun swing. He's got NASCAR sanctioned tracks. An elite series, yeah, yeah. He's definitely. It he's could be done. It, yeah. How about Australia? Yeah. That could. Would you do that? Australia. Yeah. Say, say like, um, Kevin Britton say he's got an extra car. You know, Jack, why don't you come over here and race a couple, like for a week? Would you go over there and do it? Oh, one hundred percent. If it, if we could make it, you know, the logistics and everything make it work, I would definitely do that. I've actually talked about it before. That uh, uh-huh. you know, that Zach <clears throat> McDonald. Um, yeah. he's yeah. from yeah. Australia and raced yep. at Canandaigua and so <laughs> bullshitting with him at dirt week. To, we were like kind of put together, you know, a half-assed, uh, plan for me to go down there and run one of his cars. And, you know, who knows if it'll ever happen. It was at dirt week. And, uh, I'm sure we had a couple of beverages oh, when we came yeah. up with the idea, yeah. but yeah. A couple of <laughs> but, um, beverages, right. Yeah. It would be really cool to do. I mean, I've, I've talked to like, um, good buddies with uh tyler herb turbo there and he's gone down there and raced a bunch of times and he just says it's a it's quite an experience so that's definitely a, a bucket list thing for me to do bobby crady's went over there and also won in their version of a dirt modified yeah it's they're pretty similar they just got big drag rubber on it i think yep. and like the old you know days. their tracks look like it's some elbows up you know like the old days like they're yeah. a little rougher tackier elbows up racing and shit i think it'd be pretty cool is uh is Zach still here in the states? I was just, just going to ask that. <laughs> I think he's back in Australia because uh, I'm in a group chat with him, and he was at some like drift show the uh, a couple days ago. And uh, the way that the timing was, as like it was dark there when it was light here, so <laughs> I think he's still down there. Oh, that was probably back. Saturday there then. Yeah, I think so. Which is which is today. So if you left today, you would be there next week. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, they're like, what are they, 18, 20 hours ahead? It's something yeah, like so, that, yeah. Yeah. God, that what? Woo. Yeah, talk about jet lag. Wow. It, yeah, because you, yeah, I, you'd be like a day ahead when you get there. You'd leave here Saturday. And get no, there, get there when Monday. You come, when you come home, you would leave there Saturday and get here Saturday. Yeah, you'd get so, home before the time that you left. Right, it'd yeah, be like exactly, the same yeah. day. Yeah, woo-woo. <laughs> like the Twilight Zone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, some Star Trek shit going on. Yeah, we uh, we interviewed Zach a couple years ago. He was a blast. Yeah, yeah he was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, he's, he's a good shit. He's a pisser, for we sure. We actually, we started talking, we started, he started messaging us before he even came to the States. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was yeah, going to buy shirts was, from us. Yeah, he was still in Australia. He, yeah, he wanted to buy shirts. And we're like, well... It's like seventy two dollars to ship. <laughs> Why yeah. just buy like a case? <laughs> yeah, you have to buy a bunch of them to make it worth your while. The shipping alone yeah. was seventy. It was like it was like fifty, sixty dollars to ship it there. Yeah. 
Oh, I bet. Even it's if it got that, that thing to go. Yeah, I wouldn't even trust it even making it there, to be honest with you. <laughs> End up on some Christ. island with Tom Hanks. Yeah, with the, <laughs> with the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl shirts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoever lost the Super Bowl, their shirt. Yeah, the, yep. uh, yeah, there would be some Bronco shirts over there, too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Zach was a good dude. He hit me up when he came down to Bridgeport, but unfortunately I had prior plans, prior commitments. I couldn't make it because he, he actually needed help working on the car. He didn't have anybody help working on the car. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike, Mike has experience doing that, too. Yeah, slightly. Oh, no shit. I, you have to come help tire out. Tire guy. He's your tire guy. Yeah, yeah. I got a tire guy. Old Champagne Pete. Never never mind that it fell off, but goddamn it, he looked good putting it on. (laughs) No tires have fallen off. Yet. Well, that's always good. But I'm open open to learning (laughs) something else. I mean, probably straight mud off the car. No, that's Josh. Josh does that for Jeff Jeff Strzok. Come on, you're better than that. You're a tradesman (laughs) for Christ's sakes. Maybe put tear offs on his helmet. Yeah, there. See, there we yeah, go. I can teach you to do that. <laughs> there we go. See, yeah, Jack just hangs That's out. That's a very important job. It is yeah. a very important job. You don't have to. Ter- well, I mean, I don't think you really needed them at Bridgeport on Saturday, Sunday, because it was so damn dusty. Yeah, no, it was more like the dust getting stuck between them. Yeah, yeah where you couldn't see. It was that bad, huh? <laughs> oh, dude, it was horrible. Oh man. Just because the it, track was breaking up and coming apart, so it was just yeah. spraying. You yeah, know, like. Over, uh, yep. Sandiness, stuff. yeah. Right. Was was it hard to yeah. see? At times, yeah, yeah, definitely on like restarts and stuff. Especially when we after we changed a tire and had to go to the back, and then they refired. It was like, dang, you couldn't oh, see yeah. the outside wall, and the outside Oof. wall comes up quick coming out of four there. Oh, um, I got out of it a little bit. I was like, you couldn't see going into one or anything. I didn't know, and with how rough it was, I didn't know what was going to happen with a full field of cars piling into there, but. Yeah, luckily, we, most of us made it out relatively okay. Yeah, that's tough. I, yes, I, remember, I remember at one point, uh, your rear quarter panel just flew off. Coming out, <laughs> yeah. coming, out of, coming, coming out of four, it just flew off and went into the fence. Where did it end up? Uh, somewhere in the fence, between the, the fence and the, the, uh, the wall there, somewhere. Mike was trying to catch it like a foul ball at a ball game. No, I was down. I was, <laughs> he's, he's reaching I was, over. <laughs> I was down. Well, I came in and one. Yeah, it oh. destroyed that thing when the tire went. And oh, yeah, I saw the of door it. back up. And yeah. And I didn't even realize the quarter fell off. I got out of the car and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it flew off. It, was, it went shoo. Like up and down like a damn tight. I thought it got bunting there for a minute, and it's like now I blew a tire. It's like ooh. Well, when the tire when the tire blew, did you make contact? You and uh, Tim Sears Jr. made contact. I think after the fact, but it was you know it was because I blew a tire and was slowing down. Um, I okay. think he got into me a little bit. Somebody did, um, yeah, but I not. Think, I think it's I think it's Tim Sears Jr. because his. I saw him look like he was. Is it your tire blew what in turn two? Uh, turn one. Yeah, turn one. is like right in between one and two. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw him kind of like shoot towards the infield there coming out of turn two. And he slowed down a bunch too. And then he came around and had some damage to the the right side uh, sheet metal. So. Yeah, that because when I was slowing down, I felt someone getting to the back of me and I was heading for the infield. So if he was heading for the infield, then he probably got jammed up behind yeah. me. But 
Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I didn't make any contact with anyone prior to then. It was just, it had to be debris or a rock or something. It was weird. You know, probably whatever happened to Shepard on the first lap. Because he had the same thing. Yeah, he did. That sucks. Yeah. Bridgeport's not really a track. You can come from the back to the front easily. Usually you can. but uh, Oh, really? I mean, sometimes. Like, yeah, before when I've been there, it's, you know, it's usually pretty wide and racy. If you have a good car, you can usually get through. Um, but I mean, just with how rough it was, it was like you had to try to pick a line to avoid most of the really big holes. Um, I know like there was a monster hole in the top of turn one and then a monster hole in the bottom of like middle of three and four. Um, so everyone was kind of running away from that. So then to make a pass, you had to run through it and that made it pretty difficult to pass. But, um, but I mean, you know, it's every track has had their their rough days. So hopefully, uh, they get it ironed out and we get back to the the good Bridgeport. Yep. All right. I, I don't know if we asked you this two years ago, but we're gonna ask you again anyway. All right. You're about <laughs> Rushmore. You're Matt Rushmore of racing. To be any class, any driver, living or dead, who's on your Matt Rushmore of racing. Uh, first on definitely Dale Earnhardt Senior. Yes. He's got to go on there. That's a given. Um, probably Bob McCready. Nice. He's another one. Um, Steve Kenzer would be another one. Um, who would be the fourth? I think I'd probably put JD, Jonathan Davenport, for the fourth one. Ooh. Just because he's been killing it last year. So he's got to get on there. Ooh. Yeah, he has been killing it. He's, he's that guy. That's a good Mount Rushmore. That's a very good Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he, uh, that guy, think, he knows how to get it done. Last year, it was like he could do nothing wrong. I mean, they were just rolling. That was cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, what, he win $2 million last year? Yeah, yeah over $2 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy. He's happy. <laughs> yeah. And that's racing dirt cars. I mean, that's not supposed yeah. to happen. <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's why you race till you're 70, 80 years old. Right, you're right. Yeah. You're using every last little bit. That's crazy. That was, that was definitely cool. Cool to see like, for our sport too. Well, Jack, before we let you go, is there anybody you would like to thank? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, gotta thank all my guys that that bust their butts on this stuff with me, uh, week in and week out. First and foremost, old Champagne Pete, uh, Sean Hardy there, and then. Um, my guy Zippy, Zach Zurich, uh, Ryan, um, you know, Tucker and Bill, um, and Eric on the 85 team. Um, and then everyone that just kind of goes into our program, whether it's as a sponsor or helps us out. Um, you know, Joe Matthews with Fox shocks, um, the, the Crammers, Ryan and, uh, Frank Kramer there from Benson's pet center, uh, Joe, Joe Grissetti, um, from the Grissettis, Brian Madsen, Madsen overhead doors, um tommy redding and uh matt hillock um you know i got a lot of really really good people in my corner that help make this whole deal happen so definitely wouldn't be doing anything that i'm doing without them so definitely got to make sure i uh i thank them every chance i can all right jack thank you for coming on again and good luck to you for the rest of the year yeah man thanks for having me guys that was fun yep. all right thanks, have jack, a good one. Appreciate it. yep thanks i'll see you that was the Ginger Ninja, Jack Laner, and now a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor.
Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And we're back. Woohoo! Yeah! yeah. Really nothing to talk about. Uh, Utica Rome, rained out. Fonda, great race. The Hall of Famer, Tim Fuller, brings her home. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bridgeport race sucked. Uh, dusty as fuck. Couldn't see nothing. I heard rough, terrible. rough, 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 rough. So, uh, when rough, did rough, he rough. put the new clay down? Like, this spring? Like, yeah, yeah, like in the, yeah, like it hasn't been done. Well, and the problem is uh, they've they've had five scheduled races so far this year. They've only gotten two in because of race. Well, you had weather. Yeah, so, I mean, look, to me, it takes balls to do what he's doing and rip the track up. Afton did the same thing. Just Afton coming out, it. yeah, just coming out, like, hey, look, it didn't work. You know, we're going to be out a ton of money on this deal, but we'd rather the racers and the fans and everybody be happy, so we're going to tear it all up. And use it, but put it down after your last race and let it, let it whatever they do, yeah. get it settled or fix it all, you know, then work do, it do, in, do, yeah. Work it yeah. in. Yeah, hey, After did the same thing. Um, drivers was like mucky or something. The clay was just absolutely horrendous. Next day, yeah. Sunday, Ronnie Ford's out there. He took it all up. Yep. I was like, hey, all man. right. Hey. I mean, good on yeah. Doug's like, all right, we, we can't. Because you're losing drivers, too. Right yeah. Now. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to do what you got to do to make. You can't. You're not going to make everybody happy. You know what I mean? So, no, but he's still putting the effort in to take that all up. Work what you got with here. End the season well or get it going if it gets going because it looks like more weather coming in this weekend again. Yep. So, yeah, do what you got to do and then whatever you're going to do with the clay, put it down, get it worked in, and we'll see you in 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, and like, uh, you've been there twice, right? Yeah, I've been there for both. If he kept going with this surface, somebody's gets, would somebody get seriously hurt? I mean, I can't predict the future, but. No, I'm saying what's the potential? Well, it's well, yeah, and maybe not. So maybe somebody doesn't get seriously hurt, but there's gonna be a lot of junked up race cars, and that's gonna piss people off. I mean, guys are going down and throwing it into turn one, and Bridgeport's a fast track. Like it's yeah. not, it's not a slow track. It's fast. Yeah, yeah it's wide and open. Them, them guys are throwing that thing down there in turn one, and then it's there's it's rut city down there, and you're like, damn, somebody's gonna go over. You know what I mean? So especially a sprint car. <laughs> Yeah, 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 seriously. You throw a wingless sprint car down there in turn one? Bye. Yeah, bye, see ya. A wing sprint car's got a little bit better chance. They got some downforce, but they're probably <laughs> over too. Yeah, but so, if you get catches it right, he's gone. Yeah. Hell, speedster, you catch it right, it's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Well, at least he's making good, and hopefully... Because I want to go down there in June. And the way it was looking, I was like, if the track's going to stay like this, I'm not driving the three hours right. to go down there. I'm not right. doing it. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I, I, give me I the limit, skinny. 
Yeah, yep. high limit, high limit race tonight. Fifty one sprint cars signed in. Yeah, that's so. Uh, they're I think they're qualifying right now. They're an hour behind us. Yeah. So the feature the feature won't come on until like ten o'clock. So Mike's gonna edit two shows to come out this week. Last week's Lucas Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And, been, and Jack Laner tonight. It's been been crazy hectic week. So yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll post both episodes probably tomorrow. Honestly. So, uh, I don't know if we had a winner from the contest. Yeah, I don't think we did. No, because so, I, I don't think anybody picked Stangle, and he wound up second. The kid, what second? He almost won the damn thing. He had a run come up. Yeah, a run off a four there, and if it wasn't for a lap car, he may have got him. Experience. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, that yeah. kid's gonna. That kid's. Uh, that kid's gonna do some good things this year, I think. Yeah, I think so too. He's really. So, yeah, he's really coming into his own. We'll run and the then, contest again this weekend if it doesn't rain everywhere. Well, the Utica Rome. That field is set, right? They ran. The, they, they at least get the Contes in. I don't remember. I don't remember either. We could rerun. Watch. We we could rerun that. Because the feature never ran, so everybody had their picks in. So we'll we'll just yeah, that's fine. We'll keep the Utica Rome up since it didn't run. Yeah, we did yeah. horribly. Yeah, yeah, we did terrible. I knew I I said Williamson to win. You're like, yeah, but he's usually not that good there. It's like, yeah, and then there he is and he wins. I'm like, ah, uh-huh. yeah. And Shepard's never good there. That place is a thorn in his side. For now. For now, yeah. He doesn't run there enough to. Well, he's got. Look, he looked I mean, good at Fonda for a little while. He he was fun to watch for a little while at Fonda. I was like, yo, he found something. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, yeah like you said, Fuller was the class of the field pretty much. You're like, oh, yeah. Wow. Fuller just had, had him. Fuller had him covered. Yeah, it's like, I'm taking this home. I want that money. Yeah. Yeah. So, good race. Yeah, it was a pretty good race. They did a great job getting it in, too. I think the race of the, the night was the four-cylinder race when the guy had three tires. Oh, uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. I yeah. he all, I was like, oh, come on, one more lap, one more lap. And I, was, I was hoping he held on to it and won. That would have been great. Yeah, that was awesome. But they all stayed off each other. Nobody wrecked. And he came, I think the guy wound up third. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that was running third ended up winning it. They all came yeah. down the line like that was so much fun. That's what they were like at the valley. There's a lot of fun up there at the valley. Yeah, that was a cool race to watch. So they're, they're slide, dude. These little things, they're slide job each other. Like this is badass. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. A lot of fun. So what's what's on tap? We got Utica Rome. I think Finder starts their point season Saturday. Well, else yeah. opens up Saturday. Ah, Lebanon Valley opens up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. Albany, Saratoga, uh, you know, Grandview Saturday, Big Diamond, New Egypt Saturday, Bridge, Bridgeport Saturday, depending on weather. Yep, yep. So everybody should be pretty much in full swing now. Yep, getting ready, getting ready to really kick her off. Yep, so. So we'll keep the contest up from Utica, Rome, up. Yeah. We'll just go from there. Uh, next week we got a, what, a 600 guy? Yeah, uh, Wayne Scott. Wayne Scott? Wayne Scott. Wayne Scott, 600cc driver down where's the airport by you? 
Yeah, he runs airport weekly, but he runs everywhere. He travels so, around. He'll go to Windows and yeah, Lanco uh, and all that. Whatever one runs during the week. Shellhammers, maybe. I think he races there. Well, I think you have to ask him. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, we'll find out next week. Because May is 600 month. And I have four 600 drivers. And we need... That's a lot of drivers. 2,400 drivers. <laughs> it's going to oh. be packed. So we need one more. Unless we have the holiday off. I don't know. We have the, we have the holiday off. And then I already have someone for... We'll talk later about it. But I have someone all else. Right. I have a, a, a crew, sprint car crew chief. Woo! Surprise Boy. one? Yeah. Uh, he'll tell me later. Huh. All right, yeah. kids. Mike's got pollen inside his body. Yep. I'm going to go to bed. His nurses changed his IV bag. My catheter. His ca- yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh. so, so, for Michael Clark Gliswold, I'm the mouth, and you've been black flagged. Shut the f*** up!